Annyeong, and welcome to Halajuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Ray. This is episode 36, Hanlon's Razor. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another episode of Halajuku. I am PD Rave, your man with no plan. With me, as always, is my buddy, my friend, none other than Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm beat better when I'm not tangled up in my goddamn headphone cords. I'm doing good. Hey, <laughs> internet. Yes, fix my camera. We're on the edge. <laughs> Uh, We are, of course, gathered together (laughs) to talk about East Asian pop culture, as we are wont to do. Uh, Of course, we start off every episode, like I say, every week, to talk about uh, what music has caught our attention this week, what we've been listening to. Uh, Cass, what have you been listening to this week? I, myself, have gotten back to year of the rapper uh kaz's year of promoting korean hip-hop and rap groups that i think are really good um some notable so far are man gd tableau uh uh other people that i can't think of (laughs) at the moment um so i want to continue that and i want to continue that with uh artists who have been taking uh, a chance to to relearn and get to know uh because he has a new new single coming out well had a new single coming out it dropped today uh officially um being son e a former jyp uh artist um releasing his new song body language uh which the teaser for was really good and i finally got to listen to the song maybe like a couple seconds ago and I think the song is just as good, and I really like his style. It's really, when he does stuff that's meant to be released and sold to the public, it's really standard hip-hop-y, kind of, you know, catchy hooks, uh, like, really good one-liners. Yeah. Um, And, and, you know, when he works with other artists, it's, it's really fun and cute. Um, But I really like this song. Like, this is a song any rapper in America probably has, you know, (laughs) this is a freaking, uh, little Wayne, Jay-Z, uh, Drake style song. You know, this isn't, this isn't something new, but I still appreciate it because I like Sean E overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a fantastic jam. Uh, and uh, the, the video is sufficiently distracting. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah and you were exploring more of his work uh, i believe uh with some of his yeah, other so uh, tracks another another really really big song from shawnee like uh i think right before the time that he left jyp or or when he was around on jyp and uh, released this song as one of his his kind of featured singles to show off who he was because he was actually one of the the early people to be signed to JYP as a solo rap artist, um, which, you know, speaks leaps and bounds to get signed to such a big label as a solo rap artist and not get lumped into a group. Uh, so it's a song, a uh, story of someone I know. It's a really, really good, um, you know, kind of heart hit you in the heart kind of song or whatever. And it doesn't sound like that all, the initial kind of thing you got to go look up the lyrics if you don't already know korean uh but 
it's still an amazing song and i always like now that that i'm i'm doing this show and i i take time to really really look at artists it makes me sad that i didn't latch on to people sooner and sonny is one of these people that i'm i'm going through his catalog of stuff and he's such a hip-hop artist um and if he's one of those people that you only look at from the surface only look at songs that that he releases out you know that not the songs that he only releases out to the public but the ones that are highly produced you would be like oh just any other generic korean rapper you know but no it's it's and i i know i didn't feature any of this stuff but it's kind of the other stuff that really gives you the story of who sonny is he's a kind of guy who's not afraid to speak his mind in a song not afraid to to say the things that he thinks needs to be said whether they need to be said or not um pretty famous for being really big in the battle in the battle raps in korea um and just just Famous for for speaking his mind through his music, um, mm-hmm. that namely a song that he has. If you go and look for it, called "No More JYP," yeah. <laughs> he decided to leave JYP. So, just one of those things to to always think about. You know, when when we feature artists to you, sometimes we may not be featuring their best. We may be featuring the thing that we latched onto for them. And these are these are two songs for Shawnee that I latched onto for him, yeah. but definitely someone that you want to go and check out his catalog of, of mm-hmm. things because if i really really sat and we we did why we latched onto these people the the what we're listening to would be full of like 50 songs from an artist and like okay <laughs> and then and then i listened to this song and then and then i listened to that one and it was just oh my god so it's just you know i wanted to present two songs that i thought were very well produced musically that could show off who sonny was in that sense and just say mm-hmm. somebody that you want to go and check out his backlog. Um, uh, moving, yeah. moving on moving to the next there, Yeah. Is a, is a duo, uh, a singer rapper. Um, and they kind of, they kind of switch off from time to time. And we, we featured, uh, the rapper who did a solo song, uh, yeah. this song before, but I wanted to feature the group and I never understood why we never got around to featuring the group because me and pd always uh will will mention to each other every once in a while like god man geeks is actually kind of good like man oh yeah but we've never really featured geeks before and yeah I, it just is one of those silly things that i don't know why we've never done it but geeks uh uh so you uh featuring sistar officially missing you uh <clears throat> well geeks uh featuring so you of sistar yeah yeah um and it's just a really, really nice song. Yeah. Uh, something you can just kind of put on in jam too. Yeah, you got, yeah. Geeks is a really cool little group, and they do the the vocalized hip hop R and B style really well. Yeah, it's some fantastic stuff. And so you, so you, it, as as a collaborator, kind of consistently yeah. slays <laughs> uh, yeah. vocally. I think everybody from Sistar, aside from yeah, some, hey, haha. How's it going? Yeah, this uh, <laughs> this video is this particular video uh, is full of like just like a cavalcade of of Korean pop stars, yeah. um, and it's one of those videos you keep you keep going back a little bit to be like was was that was that oh man wait hold on was that yeah that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that is that that group yeah that is that group and you yeah. Know, it's just, <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, fantastic uh, but song. I really, I really like this song. Uh, Geeks is another group that uh, 
once again, I don't know why we've never featured anything from Geeks. Um, and and this may be an older song from Geeks, but but they're damn sure a, a group to definitely go check out. Um, and and in the hopes of them releasing more and more stuff, because Geeks is just really really good duo. Um, and they they really seem to care about their music, and they do really well. Uh, so go check out more Geeks. Check it definitely. Out. Uh, of course, uh, last but not least from you. Last is... but not least in the, the year of the rapper, uh, someone we kind of quickly mentioned before is Swings. Swings is another one of these guys really big in the underground hip-hop scene in uh, Korea. Has been getting his due a lot lately, um, working uh you know, with, with a lot of his friends, you know, Jay Park, Gray, and doing stuff like that, and has always kind of been on the charts here or there uh, when yeah. it comes to hip hop. A uh, really, really good rapper, really good lyricist. Um, I, I, I really, really, really have respect for swing style, um, and it's one of those things, you know, like you, you. you especially for me and PD coming into music genres that we know, but in a language that we aren't fluent in. Yeah. Um, it, there are when, when you start to learn things and start to hear things, you, you're you're listening more to the rhythm and the patterns. Yeah. And swings is one of these guys for me, like Gary, uh, their, their styles are kind of diff- totally different, but it just is like, you almost don't even need the words to understand what they're saying, yeah. you know, um, yeah. just the tone and the reverence in their voice and, and the ups and the downs. And like Gary kind of stays at one pace, but it's just the way in which he uses his words that just kind of hits you. Like you actually understood what he was saying, even if you didn't and swings yeah. does that same thing a lot where the way that he raps and the way that he, he, he says his words and the tone that he puts to them. I'm like, I, I know what that song is about, but I didn't understand a word in the song. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it got across to me. Um, and yeah. I just kind of picked one of the random songs by Swings because they're all pretty good. Um, there's yeah. some that I don't like because they're kind of just generic hip hop, but uh, Swings is definitely another guy you want to go check out. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really good rapper. Really just you know, good at, at the lyricism and, and thinking and doing all those kind of things. All the things that people never really mention when it comes to rapping. They're just like, oh man, that guy's really good. And you're like, what did you like? Oh, the beat. And you're like, that has nothing to do with why that rapper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, fantastic. Hashtag you're the rapper. <clears throat> yep. Uh, and all right, so flipping it onto my part, uh, I just have a couple of uh, recent songs that caught my attention. I usually like to take my opportunity to just point out new releases, but this one actually has been one that I've been listening to quite a bit. Uh, so, uh, Wonder Girls is a group that I think we've mentioned before, but is a group that uh, we've has them many times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and kind of we made maybe passing jokes about. Uh, but it's not a group that hasn't necessarily been actively on our, I, I don't think either one of our radars, uh, not really. uh, because I think for me, because they've been effectively disbanded the entire time I've been into K-pop for all intents and purposes, you know, we'll kind of trace it back to 2012, uh, when they kind of last were around, uh, but one of them is in that time, the individual members, uh, whether former or I guess current, quote unquote, uh, have been doing their things or working at their things. Uh, Sunmi 
uh, putting out a couple of hits, and but most recently, uh, Yenny uh, Yeun of uh, Wonder Girls uh, has come out with her new release, her debut solo work under her production uh, title, Hot Felt. Uh, it's kind of a play on heartfelt and uh, and other things. It, it's a weird name. Just just accept it. It's hot felt. Uh, but it, she came out with a song called "Ain't Nobody." Uh, mm-hmm. Off of that, uh, off of that album, uh, off of that mini album, and I think the consensus so far is that it shouldn't work, but it does. <laughs> like, yeah. it is. Uh, it is a song that very much incorporates a lot of elements of electronic dance, electronic music, uh, dubstep elements in a sense. Uh, but uses them in a kind of a classical music sense and a ballad, uh, to a ballad feel, I guess. Uh, and then like almost like creating specifically creating the soundtrack to a modern dance routine, you know, that you would see yeah. on, so you think you can dance, which is a lot of the video and a lot of the choreography is just modern, uh, dance, like modern dance that you see on, like, so you can do, so you think you can dance. Um, and it actually is a really cool track. I don't know. What what did you think of the track, Kaz? Um, I really like the song. The video is really odd, but it works. (laughs) It works. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's weird just kind of seeing her out in the streets in the middle of a a intersection, just doing ballet and shit, (laughs) like like, just having a convulsive fit and like, like uh when the car pulls up on her she's just like laying there doing that thing yeah. you know, like imagine this person in the car is like excuse me 911 um there's a <laughs> there's a uh young asian lady having a, a convulsive fit i believe uh in the middle of the road uh i almost ran her over uh i, I don't know i think i think she's on drugs i think she's on drugs uh you're going to have to send a couple of police officers down here uh <laughs> But yeah, it's it, it's but it's a really well done routine. It's I think it's a really well done song. Like it's very kind of dramatic, yeah. <laughs> very dramatic and very impactful, and I think done really well. And I've actually been listening to the mini uh, that it's off of, and they have some really cool tracks, including one uh, with uh, Him, also of Wonder Girls, where they, that they worked on together, and they have some really cool uh, songs on there as well, and. Reading the kind of the interviews that she said about like butting heads with JYP on the, on the, on a lot of the ideas that she was trying to push on this, like how mm-hmm. she had to fight for keeping the hot felt name and how she had to fight to make this the title track instead of like a sexier song or whatever. Uh, cause she really wanted this to be the kind of the big title track and understandably so as from a creative standpoint. Uh, and how how much she kind of battled him on the direction of the album, and I think uh, it's really cool to kind of see that kind of mentality in in K-pop that kind of fighting for the vision of your music <laughs> in a big three company is kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, really cool song. Check it out. Yeah. It's a cool mini. Uh, yeah. yeah, cool stuff. Uh, all right, so moving on to the next track. Um, mm-hmm. recently, uh, uh, Crayon Pop finished their, and, uh, their pro, uh, you know, promote their tour with Lady Gaga and 
I I don't remember why, but I rediscovered the story version of Bar Bar Bar, uh, and I think there was like a an anniversary or a kind of a calling back to you know. Oh, now I remember the kind of the uh, they were remembering the first win. <laughs> there was the anniversary of the first win this month, uh, and they were showing they were linking the original story version of Bar Bar Bar, and this is the English subbed story version of Baba Bar, which uh, I I rediscovered and thought was actually quite fun, and I think y'all should check out, because it actually tells uh, uh, tells the fun story of Thug and Pop going around uh, <laughs> beating up on bullies, so, little Soil slapping people around. Don't mess with Soil. <laughs> she'll, she'll mess you up. Uh, and it's still, you know, still a fantastic ta- song to remember, and it's still f- just a fun video. Uh, God, I love Thug and Pop. I, I always like seeing Thug and Pop make an appearance, uh, especially with the, the dragon tattoos. You see them in the in the uh, in there, and that the the great part at the end where he goes like, "Oh, you, they're coming in for the audition," and he's like, "Oh, no, you got you guys at the bar. You got to just sign this contract. It's a thirty-five year contract. Uh, the profits are split nine to t- nine ninety percent me, ten percent you." <laughs> I was like, "What about the addition?" No, no, you guys are perfect already. No problem. No problem. It's like, it's like, oh, did we do well? It's like, I don't know about this. this felt weird. Did we have to audition? It's like, I thought that was that was a masterful little parody of of the of the K-pop industry. Yeah, uh, it was fun. Uh but moving on to the other video, uh I also wanted to feature uh, as people get to see the doc. Uh, baby metal, because we never actually talked about baby metal in the what we've been listening to this week. Because uh, in a future episode, uh, spoilers of Record Breakers, we're gonna ha- I'm gonna have the guys l- uh, review baby metal, uh, and also because uh, they just started their stint on Lady Gaga's tour. Their stint on Lady Gaga's tour, uh, you know, taking over for a crayon pop, and. This is Megitsune, uh, which is, uh, the track that I think first got me to think, oh, okay, actually, this is some really good metal stuff. Uh, cause before that was Doki Doki Morning, which I thought, well, okay, whatever. It's kind of J poppy, but this song kind of really had some, uh, fantastic metal work and, and I, I thought kind of started to win me over when it came to baby metal. And, uh, it's a really fantastic track. It's a really cool video. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, Sue Metal has some good vocals on there. Uh, oh, yeah. But, no, I really, I, this is one of the songs I really like from Baby Metal. Yeah. The metal work is in there. Baby Metal! Uh, and I wish them all the luck, uh, uh, opening for Lady Gaga. We'll have to see how well they're received, but hopefully, hopefully. They are received as well as they have been on at metal festivals, which is always <laughs> yeah. kind of cool. Like, like, it's like everybody's like into baby metal as soon as they finish their show. Like, they win people over, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. But that's it. That, I didn't have much to talk about music wise. There's just a couple cool tracks. So we'll finish up uh, what we've been listening to this week and we're going to head over to our headlines. So, yeah. And this week's uh, what we've been listening to is brought to you by Chap Ice. Mm-hmm. Keep them lip tight. Or chapstick mix sticks, caramel apple. 
thank you, uh, Chapstick, for supporting Holly Juku. And our lips. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're here in our headlines uh, section. Uh, talk about the latest happenings and uh, goings-ons of the K-pop world, of the, you know, possibly the J-pop world as well, sometimes. Uh, but we talk about some uh, topical topics. Uh, one of those topical topics uh, is, of course, we've talked about Pac Bombs, uh, Trials and Tribulations lately, uh, which is some uh, unfortunate stuff. Uh, we got some, we got kind of a... Uh, a, I guess y'all call it a big for too big for the britches moment. <laughs> Let's well, say. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it the getting even hooder in Korea. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so Here, uh, hold on, new segment headline: getting even hooder in Korea. <laughs> or at least trying, um, and then and then falling yeah. short. Uh, now, young lady you by would, the name of Kenny. you would initially think right. Before you say what you're going to say, you would initially think, oh, who would get even more hood in Korea? Probably some of the male rappers. No. The ladies. Which the is, ladies. Uh, makes me a little proud. Makes me a little proud. Right. Somebody other than Nada getting ratchet up in this piece. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> a young lady by the name of Kemi from the group Acor, A.Cor, uh, decided to release a diss track aimed at uh, our young, lovely Park Bomb. Uh, you know, based on around her latest trials and tribulations around, but that were from four, her latest reoccurrence of, of something that happened four years ago as we, uh, as it has been documented thoroughly all throughout the internet. Um, and she kind of does a very pointed... <laughs> Very specific, uh, set of accusations and disses, uh, and puts them all on tape. Um, and I don't know, how, how, what do we say? It's, and I think this Asian Dorky article kind of sums it up fairly well. A, uh, the things that she, A, it's actually, she has a pretty good flow, uh, and she yeah. does some, uh, really good kind of jabs. And some hooks, um, and incorporating some of the twenty-one titles into her rap was pretty cool. Uh, does some very pointed things, uh, but like I think this sums it up. She's dissing. She's going after somebody who's not a rapper, <laughs> so she's not going to get an answer back. Uh, she's. She's, as you know, as somebody who's new in the game, you're supposed to go after the people at the top, you know, to kind of put yourself at that level. She's kind of going after low-hanging fruit and kicking somebody up, uh, while they're down. Um, and she's dissing her for kind of, you know, breaking the law, uh, which is like, okay... That's kind of the reverse hoodness. <laughs> well, okay. We'll, we'll, I have... Okay, so, on one level, she... Uh, I think, one level, she's further stigmatizing the drug user thing and further stigmatizing uh, that whole stuff. And on another level, she it just kind of comes off as kind of petty. I don't know. What, what were your thoughts on this? 
I'm gonna. All right. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna break this down in a couple of points, right? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this one musically, right? Two battle wise, and then three I, ideal wise, right? So musically, like as as a a, a hit and a and a quick jab at somebody, pretty good. Battle wise. Very strict, very to the point. It says the the things that you know are are pointed enough. You know what I'm saying to to put pins in people. You know, like oh sh- whoa, hold on, wait, hold, you can't say you get can- oh you coming at that, you know, kind of stuff. Um, then three, ideal wise, like kind of kind of what what your mindset is going out and what what you're getting coming, you know, coming back for this, right? Yeah. Rap wise and and kind of hip hop wise in in trying to battle somebody and trying to really really dig under their skin to really get something yeah you're kind of going at someone who can't necessarily defend yourself but if you make it this thing if 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 she can find a way to spin this to be like no I'm going at everyone over there like I'm going at everyone who associates themselves with YG and this was was the first of many then you go okay yeah you're starting from the bottom to the top kind of thing right yeah. you 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 can take that ideal but what i'm going to take it as is the ideal of fuck i really 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 want to get myself out there one as a rapper or two as somebody who can be respected in in how i flow in my lyricism um kind of thing so what do i do i go for somebody who's in that genre that i can hit right and right now that's an easy hit you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know you're going to hit on that how you know you hit on that there's already an article about it everybody's yeah. talking about it you got other people you had, you now have other people involved in this thing you, yeah. you know um, you have the fans now involved in the rigmarole yeah. of this. You, 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 you. Uh, she has accomplished what she set out to accomplish because now everybody's talking about her. Now everybody's listening to her, and yeah. now everybody wants to hear the next things that she's going to say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and of uh, course, like, and, and after that, you think, okay, you know, she's gonna take that as like she's got people coming after her, getting mad. You know, understandably, uh, people are criticizing her coming back. So of course, you know, as somebody who's in the game and hip hop, took a strong, you know, strong, strong jab. She's gonna stand strong and say, yeah. That's what I did. I'm gonna stand tall. I'm a. I'm gonna be strong. I'm gonna defend that 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 strong hit. Yeah, she's gonna stand tall. Is she? No, no. She 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 deleted her Instagram. Uh, her agency cleared out her Facebook, and she uh, has since apologized for her comments. Uh, uh so there's that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So, uh, you know, what, what's happened is, uh, I haven't listened to any of them. You know, blackjacks have kind of created shitty, uh, jab backs. Uh, this dude who makes jewelry for all the rappers in the industry called Ben Baller, uh, said he's going to set fire to that quote unquote hoe. Uh, <laughs> and, but she's kind of just squirmed and, and hidden cause well, you know what? K-pop beef suck. <laughs> uh, and, uh, it's funny because the, the dude from Asian Junkie posted on, on, on Twitter as a reaction to the apology. It says, man, I can, I can imagine, uh, 50 Cent, uh, apologizing to Ja Rule instead of ending his career. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's basically, yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, no, like, 
yeah, like you're going to just uh, tuck tail and run. Uh, all right. I think it was a very desperate move from a Nugu group, you know, Nugu singer, you know, uh, trying to get attention. There's, if, if it, she did stand her ground and go after those, the artists at YG, you know, go after CL, go after GD, you know, put yourself on their level. It could have come off really cool in some way. But it just kind of came off as kind of sad, <laughs> which is a shame because uh, at the end of the day, just listening to a little one piece yeah, yeah. and from apparently where people have been linking on other uh, like mixtape stuff of hers, she has some good flow <laughs> and she has some talent. Uh, but now she's she's got an entire army of people uh, against her at every step of the way, and she doesn't and she didn't fight back and now she's conceded (laughs) and i I don't i i don't necessarily know Kremi all that well right so i don't know if this was a forced hand by her label in the ideal of this small label having to then go up against this big label kind of thing you know what i'm saying over this one person's thing and then forcing her hand to be like hey you know whereas here in america that that culture is if especially in the rap culture if you're going to speak out about somebody then every everybody then has to back you whether they want to or not you know like if, if they claim to be your friends and your associates and and your label, right? Your, your label will support you in what you're going to do. And a lot of the time, some of these guys own their own labels, whatever, yeah. you know? So I feel like, I feel like if in a different situation and if by different people, we may get the kind of battle thing that we, we would want, a public battle thing of tracks back and forth that everybody would want out of this, you know? But because it's in one in this in the Korean in the the eyed Korean culture and of the idol Korean culture at that and two because it's it's females in a sense it's just kind of like oh you know what like you know we we as a label don't really want to have to war with that other label you know kind of sensibility kind of thing whereas like i was just talking earlier about someone like sean e who is the type of person he he's going to if 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 this was something where sean e went out after somebody which he's done yeah um he's gonna do it you know and he's gonna he's gonna stand there he's gonna do it where she has to think about oh i have this group i have the debuts i have the fans i have the label you know what i'm saying on me now because of what I did as a way to one put myself further out there and all these other kind of things, right? So she's not in a position to stand up for herself, yeah, by herself, you That's know. True. And she would have needed that support to be able to do this thing, and she ain't gonna get that. Yeah. That ain't gonna happen <laughs> at no. all. No, no. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's maybe uh, it was an ill-advised move. Uh, from somebody in her particular position, especially especially coming off of it, you know, picking low hanging fruit like Park Bomb at this point, like, like okay. see, I, I don't I don't even know like like let's say she goes after someone else it, it, within that same camp. Let's let's say she goes after CL or or somebody like that 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 
initially is, is pegged to be a, a female rapper, you know, and, and in a sense would have to stand her, her own ground. Like, I feel like things would have ended up the same in a sense, you know? That's true. But yeah, it, it, but uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those things of how the industry works and how, how the, cons- the construct of the labels work. Uh, and I think that's all that could be said about it. Uh, we, we ain't gonna get that, 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 uh, idols aren't rappers. Idols rap, but they're not rappers. Let's just be honest. <laughs> uh, so, and it, they're not gonna have that same culture. So I think we're gonna have to accept that this is how it went down. Uh, hope for the best for a group like Acor and a, a rapper like Kemi. Uh, I think, uh, she I hope they can just keep doing their thing and become a really good group. Uh, I always want the best for everybody. Kumbaya. Uh, so, uh, speaking of young up and coming groups that I think, uh, are maybe hopefully get their due, uh, a group that I've been very much a champion of, uh, mm-hmm. just from, a kind of talent standpoint and a group that uh has consistently been considered among i think international k-pop fans uh as the most underrated group and a group that is is a wonder that they aren't as popular as uh, some of the other groups just from a talent standpoint uh i think a wonder to them though i think it's not as much of a wonder to me looking at kind of their history just because they didn't you, you gotta have good songs, not just be talented. Uh, and they've got guide vocal talent. Like they've got oh, guide yeah. vocal talent. Uh, but not necessarily, you know, that doesn't necessarily make you a successful girl group. But I still dig them. I still, especially their last couple of songs, especially with the support of Ihori. Uh, but what's interesting, uh, you know, a young group making, taking a risk, uh, very, you know, we talked about Wonder Girls earlier this episode, uh, so it'd be interesting to talk about this. Spick Up is coming out with their new single, and, and I've been, you know, eyeing the teasers and seeing the images, uh, for the song called I Did It. Now, what's been recently said is that now they're, so, okay, so here's the, the news. Girl Group Spicka is gearing up for its United States debut with a music slate, music, uh, release slated for August 6th. The track is titled I Did It and is being described as an up-tempo pop number with a number of 90s, something of a 90s feel and English lyrics. Aspects of hip-hop and punk have also been used in the product. Uh, apparently they're going to work with uh, Billboard magazine. I don't know exactly how that works, but uh, they're going to be... Mm-hmm. Releasing it, you know, in kind of anticipation of them coming over for KCON specifically. Uh, they're also going to have a show at a pre KCON show at a gay bar, which is going to be awesome. I imagine <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, cause there's, there's a place that, that will appreciate vocal slayage. It's at a gay bar. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Like you do, you do them v- diva tangents where you go, oh, you will work dash work yes <laughs> yes slay slay that dragon work uh and and it's gonna be interesting it 
I almost because one of the main things that people have been talking about is like, why? Why are they doing this? But this is a dumb risk. This is a dumb move. And um, especially they like to bring up uh, Wonder Girls. Uh, Wonder Girls being a group that, at the height of its popularity, JYP decided to move to New York <laughs> to mm-hmm. chase a pipe dream of an American, you know, fan base, uh, and ultimately killed the group. Let's be honest. Ultimately killed the group because uh, when the last time you heard of Wonder Girls, like uh, th- it was, it was a dumb move at the time. Uh, I mean, as much as like the cool creative things that came after it uh, were, it still was a dumb move uh, from a business standpoint. Uh, but they keep bringing that up. But from this standpoint, I would say uh, Spica is a group that has very little to lose because uh, people talk about how they don't really have a cr- stable fan base in Korea. They have very right. little to lose, especially when it comes to just coming over, releasing a song in English, and doing some shows, and maybe trying something. And I almost agree with a couple of the people that say, instead of saying why, they say, why not? I I think it's how you do it. I don't think yes. you drop everything. I don't think you drop your whole entire fan base and chase the and, great white whale. Right. I think you do it a little at a time. Start releasing more songs. Release one or two in English. Put them as as English singles. Um, add add an extra tour date to, to your tours where you make three or four stops in America, no more than that. See what the pace is, see the kind of thing that you're, you're, you're getting, see if people are like, I want more, I want more. And if they want more, then you give them just a little bit more so that the word of mouth spreads and that all that other things, all those other things happen, you know? Um, and, uh, let it grow naturally. You don't. You don't just drop everything. You don't just rip a group away from its fan base and mm-hmm. go. All right, now they're over there. Go promote yes. them to to the white man. Because <laughs> the <great laughs> everybody's going to be like, huh? What? Are they gone? Oh, okay, I guess they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, which is which is I think the, it they're the way they're going to do it is the smart thing because what they're going to probably do is just. They're gonna play at that. You know, they're gonna play that. Uh, they're gonna slay at that gay bar. They're gonna uh, play at KCON. Hopefully, win some fans there. Uh, I doubt they're, they're gonna, gonna win p- fans at KCON. <laughs> yeah, probably not. That, that's preaching to the masses. Yeah, it's probably. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, because you also be you also got to look at this thing, right? When when when. You take a group like that, right, and you, you you try to then do it in America. And this is this is to me the the thought that just popped into my head that I never said about Wonder Girl, but was always there, right? I I I like Korean groups because they are Korean groups, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they make music similar to music that started here in America that I know, R and B, you know, pop, what those kind of things, right? Um, but at the same time, 
I love it because of the Korean culture that's in, infused into it and kind of all these other things, right? And and kind of the more ridiculous things you get out of hip-hop yeah. growing in Korea or R&B growing in Korea or pop growing in Korea and then spawning different types of groups because initially it was kind of copycat you know what i'm saying like they were like okay like this is what hip-hop is supposed to be like and they kind of did what they thought hip-hop was supposed to be like but now they have their own sense and style and understanding of hip-hop right yeah so that's why i why i love them but then if you take all that away and try to make it the thing that i already know that i no longer want to have anything to do with i no longer really care about general american hip-hop like people mention rappers to me and and groups to me and r&b artists to me all the time and i'm like i don't know who the fuck that is because i don't listen to that shit and when i do it just sounds like anything else that i hear on the radio and i just i it, i'm like i don't care right yeah so i come to this care. thing eh, which eh, is eh, eh, eh. <laughs> i come to this thing which is which is a sense of that the off the same style but it's different it's just yeah. different enough right um, if you take that difference away, for the people who would want to listen to that and promote that, they go, well, how can I now? You know? Yeah. Like, for the fandom that's like, oh, I'm, I'm, Wonder Girl's coming to America, fuck yeah, and then they hear the shit and they're like, that's just pretty much Britney Spears or anything, you know? Yeah. Like, like that's Akon, the stuff I don't yeah, care like, about. Yeah, that, that's you not know? with Akon. Yeah, I think ultimately, okay, so like I said, it was like, they're gonna do, a, they're gonna do a show there, they're gonna do some, they're probably gonna do some shows like a little bit after, and then they're gonna go back home. And they're gonna, cause the, the plan is still, they're gonna have a Korean comeback with an album sometime in August. Like, right. the plan is, alright, we're gonna have an album, like, soon. That's fine. And this is just, uh, something to do here. They're gonna, it's almost like, well, we're making this whole, we're flying all the way over here for this one thing. Let's do some other things while we're here. Like, let's not just fly in for one thing and go back home. We're going to pay for a freaking flight. Let's do some other things and do some other shows and promote a single. You know, release something on iTunes and and uh, sing that song at the shows we're going to do and promote that single. So, uh, the, and then they're going to go back and just do a, uh, do the album that I've been waiting for. Uh, the key <laughs> thing is... Uh, if they, uh, and I think the biggest thing is, uh, the biggest lesson we've learned a lot of times when, in what crosses over and what doesn't is if you try to go, if you try to think of what would be popular here, you'll fail <laughs> period. But if you try to do what you think works for you and just maybe translate the language or not. Uh, depending on how you feel, if you feel like that's how it feels right for you, cool. But if you define, if you do it by what defines you, uh, if you basically say, uh, like, uh, we're gonna make a great Spica track. Now we're gonna have Spica make a great American pop music track. We're gonna make a great Spica track. We're gonna make it uniquely Spica. And then we'll translate the lyrics. We'll translate, uh, we'll speak, sing in English. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we'll be. And I think, I think, 
I mean, we also had that same thing where for the longest time there was that talk, and I, I think that's still part of the problem why we had so much trouble with 281 and their releases, which is just like the whole pipe dream of like, oh, release a group in America, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and they were going to try that with 281, but, but it just was not going to work, you know what I'm saying? And there's just certain reasons that those things happen sometimes. So, so you can take other groups, right? Like, 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 let's take other people. Kyori Pami Pami, right? Very, very it came to us from a viral sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the music's really good. The music's really fun. The visuals are really poppy and good and, and just like sink into your brain and are amazing. You know what I'm saying? Lady Gaga has a lot of crossover appeal kind of around the world or whatever. Cause it's kind of the same thing. Like overall, the music's really good. It's really fun. The visuals are really, really fun and silly and you, you can kind of latch on to them. Um, baby metal, you know, like, musically really good most of the time like the visuals are really fun and it's just kind of this new idea and it, it, it's kind of even even if people don't want to say it is it's pushing the genre in a sense you know what i'm saying and it's making yeah. people realize things don't have to stay the standard way yeah. um same thing with kiyori pami pami same thing with lady gaga um someone else uh oh my god i can't think of her name uh pd help me out korean uh crossover appeal uh Korean pop no, 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 no. Um, older Korean single lady. Sai. Uh, no. Uh, lady. 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 Uh, has Snicks? songs in like every goddamn language. Boa? Boa, right? Like, Boa, another person. Just massive crossover in there. Right. I was <laughs> like, just watching a stream today. That's it. Uh, the boa has massive, massive, massive crossover appeal because, like, just the boa is fucking amazing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and it's just those those core things that you have to work on. You and 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 I know using the word amazing, it seems really, really easy. You can be like, oh, it's just amazing. Like that's a so silly, stupid thing. But it 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 just is, right? They they have this thing that makes you gravitate towards them, and it's not always necessarily the music. It's not always necessarily necessarily bowing down to the core group of people. Like, don't bow down to us and put shit in English just because you think we need it in English. You know what I'm saying? I already enjoy the music. Yeah, I think if uh, if it's they're doing it in English just because they thought they they wanted to. Like is this all right, as a challenge, as a as an exercise, as something to push themselves forward, rather than uh, pandering? I think that I, I'm okay with. I think it's something that uh, is is a thing that even if it's not for uh, the sake of pandering, I know many in the music industry just want to learn English. They want you know many Koreans want to learn English. Period. Uh, mm-hmm. so I think don't do it just because you think we need it in English. If you do it because you, it's what you wanted to do, cool. It was something that you wanted to do as an exercise to it. But specifically, and I go back to the central point, uh, define the, the, what your effort by what, uh, defines you. You know, yeah. give them you. Don't mm-hmm. give them what they want. Give them what you are. And I think, uh, I think especially with what Spica has been lately, uh, with that song, You Don't Love Me is just a fantastic track. Tonight was just a really cool track, uh, and very unique and in, in, in interesting and wasn't your typical K-pop girl group. Uh, and 
I think if they can have a unique that unique flavor in this track, and just looking at those outfits, it's just really cool. Like just looking at that that image is just a really cool like image, uh, and that mm-hmm. makes me anticipate it. So I think if they can define it by what makes Spica great, uh, I think they could have success. But at the end of the day, it they'll what matters is that they're gonna have fun. They're gonna come over, play some shows. They're probably gonna you know do well. Uh, and they're gonna sing they're gonna have killer vocals and they're gonna do their thing and they're gonna come back with that album that i've been waiting for full length album give me that full length album uh but yeah i i wish all the best for spico they 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 really deserve their their due (laughs) they've all been they've all been kind of hustling it for for as long as like just looking at the graphs They've all been in the industry since the mid two thousands. He's like, like, uh, just out of out in the ether. You know, the one used to be in JYP. Uh, the one on the far left in that picture was originally supposed to be a member of Twenty One. Right. <laughs> uh, she got cut from that. Forgot from cut from the group. Uh, the one in the center was supposed to be in Tiara, but she decided to leave uh, due to creative differences. It's like, uh. Kim Boa has been a vocal guide for and vocal coach for a bunch of groups. So like, they're the the girl group of misfit toys, and if they, if, uh, it would be so cool to see them make it uh, to 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 succeed. Uh, but moving on to some uh, lighthearted news before we get to uh, uh, another big topic, <laughs> a little bit of lighthearted news. Uh, a show by the name of uh, a show. Okay, so. If y'all remember, I brought up a show called Good Doctor. It was a very mm-hmm. interesting show that I, I caught my attention because of the way it dealt with, men, you know, uh, mental health issues and things like that. Uh, well, it turns out that the team behind Good Doctor is reuniting for another show. And, well, they're, they're basically making Dr. Acula from Scrubs. <laughs> uh, they're having a vampire medical drama. Uh, the team behind a uh, good doctor called blood. Uh, it's a working title, uh, but I want it to be the main title. Just a show called blood. Uh, I'm going to call it Dr. Acula, uh, no matter <laughs> what, <laughs> cause that's just me. Uh, what would, what, do you anticipate the vampire medical drama? <laughs> no. <laughs> i I mean i know we're gonna end up watching it i know there will be parts about it that i like and appreciate and think are good but overall just like it's it's a silly concept um and i think it's just kind of latching on to the whole like underworld kind of hype of people wanting to do vampire stuff and and werewolf stuff and zombie stuff and all that kind of jazz you know yeah, uh, it, it, a lot of a lot of the KBS shows seem to kind of be a little kitschy sometimes. Uh, even you know, even the kind of the good ones. Uh, so it, it, it's it, it's interesting, but I just thought it was funny that they're basically making Doctor Acula for all the Scrubs fans right. out there. <laughs> uh, enjoy that. We look forward to Doctor Acula on KBS uh, TV. Alright, that little aside, uh, done with. We're, we're talking about, alright, so, we're gonna talk about some Red Velvet. So last week, uh, we yes. talked a little bit about the group, 
mainly in this grand scheme of the happenings uh, with uh, FX uh, lately, uh, especially because they've kind of felt the in their teasers and in their release felt the brunt of kind of the backlash uh, of the kind of you know the, the from the FX fans. I think a little undeserved, <laughs> uh, a lot undeserved. Uh, but Red Velvet finally released their video for, uh, happiness. Uh, usually they talk mm-hmm. about new releases cause, uh, in the little we've been listening to, but we'll get to why this is a little bit of a bigger headline in a second, but let's just start with the music video itself. Um, yeah. Red Velvet's happiness is kind of a, your standard kind of SM pop track, you know, for a Red Velvet's four girl group, uh, from you know, made up of various uh, SM rookies and people that kind of have had a little bit of notoriety here and there, uh, kind of does a very you know very interesting thing of dyeing the bottom of all their hairs in different colors, kind of like the Power Rangers, right. and kind of help you get to know the difference between the girls. Uh, but you know, kind of what you would expect out of an SM girl group, uh, if, you know, anytime they would launch one, uh, you know you know kind of the early days of fx or the early days of you know girls generation very young very simple concept very kind of innocent uh, and they came out with their their song happiness Kaz, yeah, which is actually wh- it's not that terrible of a song um in the grand scheme of, of everything's uh it's it it it's not FX quality, but they have some good vocals. They're they're pretty good um, musically. I I kind of like the creativity of, of trying to define define them with the different colors. It's silly, but but it, you can see why they would do that in a certain way because it's usually hard. You know, when you're first getting to know the groups, especially when they're all kind of girly, fluffy, uh, to to tell them apart and discern them so like trying to find ways to do that is always pretty interesting in in how people try to do it mm-hmm. um the video uh, uh, from its initial response to me not 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 talking about the other things that we we're, we're going we're going to mention um is just really standardly blah yeah um, it's really colorful, really all over the place or whatever. It doesn't show off too, too much. Like there's not too, too much showing off the dancing and, and all that stuff, but, but it's still pretty good, um, for, for what it is. Yeah. Uh, and it, it kind of leaves you with, if, if you're really paying attention, it kind of leaves you with enough of, hmm, I, w- I want to see more from them. Maybe if you take it in that light, right. And yeah. you don't take it as like, oh, this is what they're trying to give me to, to you know, so I don't notice that FX is gone kind of bullshit, right? Yeah. So now we we spin this as to why we're talking about this so much, right? Yeah. There are some really quick visual things in this video that of, of buildings being destroyed by airplanes and News articles mentioning articles, yeah, the the Japs and the Nips, you know, (laughs) Uh, World War Two headlines uh, using anti-Japanese slurs and 
Uh, there was some images that could relate to uh, 9-11, and there's some come other, some other things that just uh, seemed like a little boneheaded and caused the uh, the appropriate amount of <laughs> controversy, right. uh, in a sense. And, and, and this this to me was brought up when when our friend DJM mentioned it on Twitter. Like I yeah. I had watched the video, but because I paid so much more attention to like I, I initially like even in the teaser we knew I didn't like the visuals of the video. Yeah, but. Um... Yeah, and so I had I actually I had actually been aware of the controversy, and I was actually you know arranging all that in you know as part of the the show this week, uh, right. and before uh, he had mentioned it, and because you know just on Reddit and on Asian Junkie, uh, and it's very uh, you go back to uh, and I forget to it's somebody's razor, it's always somebody's razor. Um, you know, Occam's razor, Henlon's razor. Uh, never attribute to malice what you can, what can easily be attributed to, it, uh, to ADC, <laughs> to, mm-hmm. uh, to incompetence. Uh, and when it comes to K pop, when it comes to Korean entertainment agencies, anything can be easily attributed to incompetence, uh, <laughs> generally. Uh, right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play devil's advocate first, right? And then, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll play the other side. I'm going to say, let's look at it from this point, right? We're talk, we're, it's a song talking about happiness. So what we're doing is we're giving you these really, these powerful thought provoking visuals of, of, of things that bring up stuff in your mind that are really sad, but our overall core concept is in the end, there's happiness, mm. right? Um, and, you know, and that's all it was. There was no malice meant. There was no, no hatred towards Japan meant. There was no, like, trying to, to, to poke anything at America for being attacked or anything like that. That, that wasn't the intention, um, of what we set out to do. We set out to just use these visuals in a sense to be like, you know, Ha- you know, at the at the end of something bad, and even if you think about something bad, you know, d- there's always some kind of happiness to be thought about. So you know, you you could e- very easily spin it like that. And I, mm-hmm. I think if this was an American company, they would have. Yeah. Um, um, I would say my thought is that the thought process was, holy shit, let's get this out now. So let us this out now. We need to get this out now. Let's get this out now. uh i everything about this makes me feel like they were in a rush (laughs) uh they had a lot of these elements kind of thought out they had the song the visuals of the group thought out and they were going to come out sometime this month but the timetable got pushed up and we know for a very big reason and some mistakes were made not Deliberate mistakes, just mistakes were made in the hurry. At least that's how I it feels to me. I still, I still am gonna stand on the point that it's, it's, it's very specific. Video editing to that point is very specific. It's very detailed. It's very thought out. So there's, there's no way no one knew what was being put in there, right? Um, but I think 
in its its point of what I came up with, that that's probably the original concept, right? It, it's very easy to say that was the original concept of like, hey, mm-hmm. we're just trying to, you know, happiness through sad things or whatever. Like we're we're trying to say, you know, look at this to happiness, and you know, there there's those sad things that you could think about, but happiness. Um, but there's also the the overall just kind of like, okay, well. Everyone else initially takes it as like, oh, you know, it's just Koreans being prideful and this, that, and the other. And yeah, Koreans are really prideful. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they're. I don't. I don't know if, in that sense, they're that disrespectful. You know, like to do something like that, especially in something that reaches the world, which is music. You know. Um, I think they're they're not that dumb to put it at face value. If you want to put it, if right. you want to kind of at least make people take the cynical uh, approach to it, but they're not dumb to put it at the face and make it obvious and jeopardize the the global markets uh, right. that they want to. Uh, you know, especially Japan because SM makes a lot of money from Japan. Uh, from Shoujo Jidai, aka Sunya Shade, mm-hmm. are big in Japan. They're doing a Japan tour right now, and they just released a, a big best of album. That's a big market for them there. Uh, you know, the, they, they care about those markets enough not to, not to, not to disrespect them, or at least not to, to at least put their feelings in their back pocket and, uh, put a brave face and a brave accepting face uh, as business people. Um, yeah. So I still say, you know, never attribute to malice what you can easily attribute to com- incompetence. I still say it was something that it was, yeah, they knew what they were putting in there, but something that may have uh, been taken, may have been fixed if they had more times of going through it uh post finishing the video like after finishing editing the video had they gone through and said hey these parts are probably not as good uh not a you know the right images to show or this might feel like this or well, maybe they would have focus grouped it i i don't know at at the end i think it it all feels oh also 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 put this thought on it right um and, and this was all the backlash and things like that, right? <laughs> Especially don't mean as much the further out you get, right? Because they don't affect those people. So for for most people here in America, when you when you make any kind any kind of fucking reference. Whether it, whether it's intentional or not to nine eleven, everybody's up in arms, right? Yeah. Like, oh my, how how the how dare you talk about nine eleven? You know, like that and the other. Like, there was a couple weeks of video game um, yeah. that was going to be real. You know, like they were talking about stuff. You know, releasing on nine eleven, and like there was like a poster of a plane hitting a building, but it came from the producers of it from a different country, right? Yeah. And 
I'm pretty sure in, in no way did they mean any kind of malice or misintent or anything like that. It was just one of those things where that visual and that image and that thought process does not mean as much to them because of how further disremoved from the situation they are, right? So it was just like, oh, this is releasing September 11th. This is a really cool visual, you know? Whereas yeah. I at the end of the day, it's the same exact thing here, and I'm not going to hold it against them. I don't hold it against anybody at this point so many years out of anybody who puts out a visual of a plane hitting a bell in a sense to promote anything, unless it is some kind of September 11th thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless they're specifically like, oh, September 11th, the video game, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. then, okay, if people want to get up in arms about that, then they are fucking happy to, I'm happy to go say do so. If it's a yeah. fucking action movie like spies and shit and a satellite hits a building and you know like they're like oh the satellite hit the building here's a real cool visual from the movie blah 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 blah, blah. you know and we're using it to promote the movie comes out fucking in September. You know what I'm saying? I'm not to be like oh how dare they? How dare they try to fucking make money on September 11th? That, that, that's fucking rude, man. Like, no, stop it. You're a fucking idiot at that point. You know, you're just a self aggrandizing idiot at that point, like, holding on to something outside of the realm that needs to be held on to. You just want to be the first person to throw a fucking stone. And, oh. and I, at the end of the day, that's what I think this is here, it will take visuals of sadness to promote happiness, you know what I'm saying? Because you're like, man, these really sad things happen, but at the end of the day, you can be happy, you know? And I think it was done in that sense, you know what I'm saying? And you take the visuals of everything surrounded by flowers and beautiful things and things like that, you know, and you, you think that, but no, people automatically have to go to, you know, yeah. this was meant maliciously. This was meant with milk, with ill intent. This was meant to hurt. Yeah. This was meant to be whatever. And it um, wasn't, I don't think it was, I don't, I don't think, I think, did. I think, I don't think yeah. that's the point. Like you, I think uh, I think we pretty much I think that's basically what we said this entire time. I think and uh yeah, that like I said, again never attribute to malice what can be easily attributed to uh incompetence. Uh <laughs> I'll say it again. Uh but it, it's I say it was an accident. I understand what they were maybe trying to do or maybe not, not trying to do. They were just kind of uh they were using uh headlines of war. Maybe some a little visuals of this. Honestly, it probably was just a visuals of uh, uh just smokestacks. Maybe I don't know, but it was something that that probably would have been fixed if more people were paying more attention and if this wasn't so rushed. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think this they were in a hurry <laughs> uh, to get something out. And, uh, and this is kind of a little bit of evidence of that. I think that's, uh, my one thought that I'll end, uh, the, uh, the episode on. I think, uh, at the end of the day, this true, this group should not feel the brunt of anything involving this video because, 
remember, it's never the girls, it's never the group, it's always the agency. <laughs> like, blame anyone, blame the agency. They're usually, they're, they're usually the ones, uh, running everything, especially for, uh, young groups. So, uh, if you're gonna get mad at anyone, get mad at SME, just don't ever take it out on these young girls just trying to make a, a, a career out of singing and dancing. Uh, and hopefully this does not uh spell disaster for these girls and hopefully they they continue to do well uh at the end of the day this oh, track no, no, no. it is it is going to spell disaster for these girls <laughs> they're going to to sulk off in into obscurity for at least two to three months yeah. you know because that's just the way things work in korea like even though they re-release the video if any more currency comes up from it if 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 nothing moves on in the coming weeks, then they're going to put them on the shelf for a while. It's going to, it will inevitably most likely happen because yeah. that is how things work in the creative industry. Yeah. As we, we know. Uh, um, at the end of the day, it's a song and an issue that would not have uh, had nearly as much of atten- as attention to it if it was an SM. Uh, the song probably wouldn't, nobody would really care about it if it wasn't a Sam. And the, the issue of the video wouldn't be, uh, an issue, uh, on the level that it is if it wasn't a Sam. Uh, so I think that's, uh, the other thought I would leave out there. Um, I think that's it for us. I think Kaz is over there frozen. Uh, we finish up another heady episode of uh, Halujuku. Uh, Kaz, are are you there? Uh, do you got anything going on in your neck of the woods? <laughs> Kaz, welcome back. Do you got anything going on in your neck of the woods? About that me slash can Kaz you say? For your, you know, info on your streaming and your photography. Uh, hmm. Uh, I think should, everyone should check that out. Uh, you know, what else? Yeah, just kink cows everywhere. Uh, you know, needs more deaths maybe coming out. Oh, you got plans for it? Okay. Uh, me slash kink cows for him. me slash PD Rave or PD Rave everywhere on the internet. Uh, the show is oh, Howie Juku. <laughs> Finally back. <laughs> Uh, I was saying their spiel <laughs> to yeah. finish off the episode. Uh, you got anything going on in the internet right now? Um, mainly Minecraft. Uh, you can catch me on all of our friends' streams. Um, mm-hmm. doing that stuff and gearing up for for Otacon this weekend. Woo! Mm-hmm. So you won't see us. So probably, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to work on something, but we're not going to have an episode next week. At least not a regular episode. Uh, But yeah, his stuff, about that many slash King Cast for everything his, about that many slash PD Rave. Twitch.tv slash Rebelli TV. I'm going to do a little bit of streaming at... here and there, some spots, uh, spot, some games here and there. Uh, specifically, I, I, I wormed my way into, uh, uh, Rusty and the Flows Minecraft Hour. <laughs> uh, our buddies April and, April Ness and Ashley Paramore, 
Oz dual stream. I kind of work my way into their, their group. So I play Minecraft with them every once in a while. Uh, and we try stream it and it's really interesting. So you check that out. But PD Rave, all the internet, all you'll know. Just follow me everywhere and you'll know when it happens. Uh, shows Halijuku, kpoppodcast.com, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, follow, share, subscribe, like. Uh, that's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Annyeong. Annyeong. Fighting. Body language. Oh, I'm brought to you by Chapstick. Because I'm going to do an ad every week now. If you haven't noticed. And Duck Bucky. Brought to you by Mediocre Duck Bucky. <laughs>